This is a sneak peek of next week's episode of Cartoons to Castles. Welcome back, everyone, to our newest mini episode of Cartoons to Castles. The teaser. Teaser. <laughs> well, we have another guest this week, and we are super excited to have him on. Our guest today is a hardcore Disney fan, originally from Hampton Roads, Virginia. He currently lives in Los Angeles and works in the art department on NBC's Superstore. He loves to Disneybound, cosplay, and analyze films of all genres. Please welcome Pernell Langhorn the Third. <laughs> Yay! Hello, Hi. guys. Hi. Thanks so for nice joining to be us. Here. Thank you for having me. Oh my goodness! Oh this is my great. gosh! We are so excited to talk Disney history with you. Why don't you tell yes. everyone what topic you chose for us to discuss and why you picked it? So we are talking about Walt Disney's The Parent Trap, and I picked this film, and we're going to be talking about seems like the whole nature of the parent trap in regards to Disney Studios and how it's just grown into the sequels and the remake. And I chose it because it goes on such a journey that I think a lot of other movies don't. And it just has always fascinated me with the storytelling and the process of a family coming together. And I really enjoy that aspect of it. Yeah, we're excited to talk about it. All the film versions. <laughs> yes, yes, all of them. <laughs> Buckle in, because we're going to be talking about the original Parent Trap, Parent Trap 2, 3, Parent Trap Hawaiian Honeymoon, and the 1998 Parent Trap streaming on August 26th. <laughs> Okay, we are back for another segment added to our teaser where we talk about corrections and clarifications. So it's not really a correction. It's more of an addition to info that we shared from our last episode with Caitlin McHugh Stamos. So take it away, Jess. Yeah, so if you missed our last episode, I'll just go ahead and give you a brief recap about what I'm going to expand upon a little bit more. When we were talking about Disney memorabilia, I mentioned that the very first Ariel doll was actually a strawberry blonde, basically because there wasn't really any redhead main characters at that time, and the toy company Tyco that were going to manufacture the dolls refused to make a redheaded doll and Jeffrey Katzenberg also didn't love the idea of a redhead princess but obviously Ron and John the directors they got their way and she was a redhead but the toy company said redhead dolls don't sell and they made her strawberry blonde as a compromise because apparently princesses and mermaids and fantasy characters can only be blonde (laughs) yeah so it was very strange but I wanted to um Talk a little bit more about that because I talked about why the first Ariel Barbie was strawberry blonde, but I thought, huh, I kind of want to look more into why they chose her iconic red hair. Like, why did they choose to make her a redhead and not a blonde? And also, why is it that vibrant cherry red and not a more natural tone of red? So I looked into Mm -hmm. that for us. So the animators chose to have her have red hair for a couple reasons. Splash had come out five years prior in 1984 and was a massive success. Massive, massive, massive success. I loved Splash. I did too. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I, I love it. But it was actually so popular that the U.S. Census attributes, or was it Social Security? But basically, officials attribute the name Madison being in the mainstream and blowing up in popularity because 
because of Daryl Hannah's character's name being Madison mm-hmm. in the movie. Uh, so yeah. obviously it had a big impact. So they wanted to differentiate Ariel from Daryl Hannah's character in Splash because they didn't want everyone being like, oh, this is just like an animated version of Splash or it's the same thing. They're redoing it. So instead of making Ariel blonde like Daryl Hannah was in Splash, they decided to go in a different direction and make her a redhead. And part of the reason why her hair was so vibrantly red and as I mentioned, not a natural shade of red that you would see was because they always intended for her fin to be green. And they felt that that color of red complemented the green really well, which is why they chose her to be a a redhead because they really liked how it looked with the green, Mm. but not just any green. The green that her fin is was a special green that was made from combining a number of hues in the Disney paint lab, and they named the color for the character, and it is still to this day known as Ariel Green. So it was a special blend of paint. So I thought that was really cool and really perfect for the time because the Walt Disney animated feature that came out a year later, Rescuers Down Under, it was painted digitally. So this was, Mm -hmm. you know, the last Walt Disney animated feature-length film that was all hand-painted. So I thought that was cool that they actually had to physically mix the paint for Ariel Green before they moved to shade. Yeah, before they moved to to digital painting. And so speaking of weird little mermaid products, because after Mm -hmm. I started talking about the Barbie, I or I shouldn't say Barbie, it's not Mattel brand, but the doll. After I started talking about that, I just was like looking, I was trying to find photos of the Barbie and I found some other odd Little Mermaid products, not necessarily collectibles. Maybe someone would want to collect these old boxes, but it was just a weird product and they don't exist anymore. But for quite some time, they were frozen fish sticks with Little Mermaid packaging. Oh my. Right? It's odd. (laughs) I saw a couple images of the packages. They're all made by the brand American Pride. The first box has King Triton and Ariel's wearing a tiara and Flounder is on the box and he looks the most excited at the fish sticks. Like they have a photo of the fish sticks like with the cartoon backdrop, King Triton and Ariel and Flounder kind of looks like he's going like, ta-da, like kind of presenting Uh the fish sticks. So I thought that was weird that he of all fish or mer people would be the most excited but he was Mm -hmm. and uh it says 44 count family pack disney fish nuggets extra crispy nuggets made from premium fish fillets whole fillet no minced fish (laughs) (laughs) no minced fish I don't know why I wanted to read that i just was i know why you wanted to read it because you appreciate good copy I appreciate good copy. We all know if you listen to episode two about Disney Toon Studios, I loved reading the ad copy from ads and VHSs of old Disney movies. (laughs) The other package I saw of Little Mermaid branded fish sticks has Ariel, Flounder, and Sebastian, and they're again doing that kind of ta-da gesture towards Mm -hmm. the platter of fish sticks. And this copy, so before, when it had King Triton, The box said Disney Fish Nuggets. That's what it was called. (laughs) Disney Fish Nuggets. That sounds like an insult. (laughs) I know. Yeah, Disney Disney Fish fish Nuggets. This other one, though, with Ariel Flounder and Sebastian, um, they kind of did a bit of a rebranding. It's called Disney Dipsy Doos. Dipsy Doos? Yeah, so it's Disney Dip. And then C, 
S-E-A. Doos, oh, D-O-O-Z. Disney Dipsy Doos. Why? And then it says underneath, crunchy bite-sized fish nuggets. So again with the fish nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last tidbit I want to say, which I know I'm really string from the topic of the blonde Ariel doll, but you know, when you start doing deep dives on these very it's niche fine. topics, you go down a Google rabbit hole. You got to share the weird. You got to share it. <laughs> the other... <laughs> The other American Pride Disney branded fish product, it wasn't Little Mermaid anymore. I guess maybe they realized that was kind of odd. So this time it's Lilo and Stitch branded. Oh. And Lilo and Stitch are swimming under the sea and there's a fish near them. It's not Pudge, but it looks similar to Pudge, but it's not Pudge. So it's Mm -hmm. Lilo and Stitch and this fish swimming under the sea towards a plate of food. And then the plate of food, it's a real photograph of triangular shaped breaded fish sticks. Uh Uh-huh. And it says, Disney pizza fins, crunchy pizza flavored breaded fish wedges. What is this food? (laughs) Who ate those? Okay. Who would want to eat those? So aside from the occasional person who likes anchovies on a pizza, how often do you think, let's make pizza-flavored fish things? No. Pizza and fish for a child to eat? Together at last. (laughs) And I just couldn't. Okay, Disney pizza fins, sure. But I couldn't get over the description of crunchy Pizza-flavored breaded fish wedges. <laughs> the wedges. wedges. Oh, that reminds me. So this is way off topic, but that's fine. It's the teaser. It's fine. It's um, a mini-up. Yeah. <laughs> when we saw that Olaf-themed summer tea set toy, and then oh. there was a little sticker on it that says... <laughs> Comes with lemon wedges or lemon wedges lemon included. Lemon wedges included. So actually, I think the, I think last time we were at the parks, it might still be there. But uh, yeah, it was Olaf yes. in his summer hat, and it was like a Olaf themed tea set. But it was an iced tea set because Olaf summer. Yeah. But you know how you'll put a lemon wedge on your iced tea? There was pretend plastic lemon wedges and yeah there was always a sticker on the box that said lemon wedges included and it's like well yeah i'm looking at it with my face of course they're included yes in the box i also like the idea that a parent would be considering buying it for their child and they're like hmm but are there lemon wedges included oh yes lemon wedges are included yes little timmy you can have the olaf and for those who haven't seen this product in person it is a clear box you could see everything that's in it so we could visibly see that the lemon wedges are included but i guess you know being a parent is stressful so the added assurance is nice (laughs) also going back to the fish sticks it makes me really uneasy when they have animals advertising the food that it's made from i don't like it it's like a pork product and they have a pig on it i'm like don't that's so creepy don't have a little fish on the fish sticks like i don't want to eat them it makes me very uncomfortable yeah i get i get very uncomfortable when i see those (laughs) especially if it's in the form of a breaded crunchy wedge i know (laughs) well guys i hope you enjoyed this very wacky mini (laughs) app yeah thanks for joining us and be sure to check out our latest episode episode four with pernell langhorn the third on august 26th